All right, we are back. That was Adrena Thorpe, a little bit of Fly, Fly, Fly. She's one of my favorite artists. Standing by to join us is Frank Carollo to kick off the second half of the show. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. We're going to be talking about Zingerman's Bakehouse. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. What's the weather like in Michigan? It's clear and it's uh, cold today. Oh, I bet. What, what cold? 20s? 30s? Uh, probably started out in the 20s, now the low 30s, headed to the high 30s in four hours or so. Ooh, burr. I remember those days. I'm an East Coaster, yeah. so. So tell me, what is the backstory of Zingerman's, how this whole, start, whole thing started? Well, let's see. The uh, bakehouse started in the fall of 1992, mm-hmm. and, uh, that was 10 years, uh, almost exactly after Zingerman's Delicatessen started. And uh, originally, uh, Paul Saginaw and Ari Weinsweig, the two guys who started the deli, and myself were the partners in the bakehouse. Uh, as we grew, I now have uh, a co-managing partner, Amy Emberling, who uh, wrote a good deal of the book that we're here to talk about, but uh, in, I guess, between 82 and 92, Paul and Ari had traveled around the country and really around the world looking for uh, people who made traditional and uh, really delicious food. Mm -hmm. And after 10 years, it became apparent that though they were buying the best bread that was available in Detroit and Ann Arbor, it didn't measure up to what they would find near, in nearly every place in Europe that they traveled. Or in our country in 92, there was already a significant artisan bread uh, baking movement in the Bay Area. And so in the spring of 92, Ari was out visiting a friend a few times uh, in San Francisco area. And after his second week of uh, each day being able to try a different bread from a different bakery, he realized that uh, it was in their best interest to try to figure out a way to improve the quality and consistency of the bread, that, sure. because it was so important to what went on at the delicatessen. And so uh, he came back and was excited about that, and I had been Paul's partner in another business for seven years prior to doing this, and I had just uh, sort of had my, sold my part of that business and was looking to do something new, and we decided we were going to figure out how to bake bread. And so we set up the bakehouse to uh, start making bread for the delicatessen, and uh, we uh, humbly, I'll say, we did a really good job from the start, and uh, over time, after a year and a half, expanded into pastries and cakes, and uh, then our organization expanded from the delicatessen to the bakehouse, and now there are 10 different uh, Zingerman's businesses. Each one is sort of uh, run and owned Mm -hmm. by people like Amy and myself who are in here baking all the time, and Paul and Ari have uh, a bit of interest in all of the 10 businesses. And this uh, method of growth, we're all located in and very close to Ann Arbor, and uh, we know our community, and we love our community, and uh, so that's, that's great. how we got to where we are right now. And you're up to t- your 25th anniversary. Congratulations. Why, why, thank you. Yeah, a lot of uh, 
butter and flour, and good things have uh, gone through here. Now, obviously, it's not easy work starting the business you did. I mean, you go through all kinds of ups and downs, I can imagine. The theme of my show is Get the Funk Out. So, you know, a lot of people go into businesses very, you know, starry-eyed that they're going to just, you know, kill it. They're just going to do so well. Uh, do you... Are there some moments when you thought, gee, this is harder than I expected? Well, I think, uh, you know, we've now grown to, uh, we have sort of five different things going on here at the bakehouse. The bread bakery, the pastry kitchen, we have a cake studio where we make uh, celebration and special occasion cakes. We started, uh, we're located in an industrial park, but uh, though I never would have believed it, Mm -hmm. people come and shop here. We have a little shop, and then 11 years ago we started a baking school. So we've grown to have uh, more than 140 people who work here, and uh, we go around the clock uh, seven days a week and 365 days a year. And honestly, if you had told me that this is where we were headed 25 years ago, I don't know that I would have started, but it's been uh, 25 years of uh, incredible opportunity and challenges. And, uh, you know, we've reached uh, a level I don't really – uh, relish us getting much bigger. I'm happy at the size we are. I'm happy with, uh, you know, our, our market area here in southeastern Michigan. There are lots of really fine bakeries here, and I love them all to have a community to support them. Uh, I studied engineering at U of M, so mm-hmm. I had played, I guess, a big role in the way we grew that uh, we never took on customers before I could guarantee that we were going to be able to uh, bake really, really great food for them on the busiest days of the year. And, uh, you know, now we have a lot of customers, but it's, it's I guess, we it just started at a very, very slow and steady pace. That's what it takes, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the book. How did you choose these specific recipes to feature? Well, that's a that's a great question. Uh, we we make about 250 different breads and pastries and cakes every day, mm-hmm. so we manage to get it down to uh, 65 uh, recipes. That's our publisher helped us decide on that number. Actually, they made us put no more than that in and. Most of the most popular uh, breads and pastries that we make are in there, and then there are a few personal favorites of Amy and myself, and then uh, another few that we just think are interesting uh, dishes and pastries and breads to make. Are there some things that are your favorites? I mean, you probably have a lot of favorites, but anything you'd like yeah, to share? Yeah, we... We have over the 25 years, you know, I love I love bread, and we have our farm bread recipe, which has been our signature bread, and we also have uh, traditional Jewish rye that uh, I think the delicatessen has helped make us uh, really really well known for, and it's a bread that there aren't many places that still make it following this process, and then our on the cover is our sour cream coffee cake, which uh, Zingerman's mail order has managed to make uh, popular all over the country by shipping those to people's 
homes, and they're a very good customer of ours, especially at this time of year. I love the idea that you actually have cooking classes because, you know, people love to get in there and learn exactly what you what it is you make at your restaurant. Or your yeah, bakery. that was uh, actually Amy's idea. You know, she, uh, I've been, I grew up in a family where food played a big role, and I cooked for a long time, but I never actually baked. Uh, don't tell anybody until I started this <laughs> bakery, and so I've become a, a good uh baker in 25 years, but Amy baked as a child and really felt strongly that baking was something that was done in the home a a hundred years ago almost every day, and it was a life skill that certainly in my lifetime, primarily we would go to the store and uh, buy baked goods, and Amy, you know, we, we both got a tremendous joy of as bakers making this food, and it's really great to share what you make with friends and loved ones. And so we thought there was uh, an opportunity, and we thought people would want to get that same joy. So we started uh, real small uh, 11 years ago, and now we have about 100 students a week who come in. And uh, and they exactly fulfill what Amy's uh, vision was of this. They almost always come with a friend or a loved one, and they have uh, a great time. And there's a couple of students who've taken more than 200 classes. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, it's a remarkable uh, loyalty. I think it's great. So I want to throw out your website, Frank, uh, zingermansbakehouse.com. Thank you. And is there any other information you would like the listeners to know about this? Well, uh, I think these recipes are uh, very approachable. Some of them may look long, but that's because we put in, we want you to be successful, whether you bake uh, seven days a week or once every three months. Mm -hmm. So there is sufficient detail in there to keep you and make you successful every time you bake. There are many of the breads uh, that are very, very approachable if you've never baked bread before, and I'm confident people are going to have a, a great time with the book. Fantastic. Maybe perfect for Thanksgiving. I know it's right around the corner. So thank you so much for calling into the show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me here, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Thank you. You too. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Frank Carello calling in from Ann Arbor, Michigan, to talk about Zingerman's Bakehouse. And uh, you can find out more about the book on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Up next, Steve Johnson, the New York Times bestselling author. He's sharing a look at the world-changing innovations we made while keeping ourselves entertained. <laughs> 